Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Coming up on a Friday, Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Save that. Save that. day here at Padres Fantasy Camp. What an incredible, incredible week it's been. Uh, getting to talk to all these guys has been really, really special. Getting to play ball uh, has been a lot of fun. Body's holding up better than I thought it would. Uh, but man, it's just uh, it's a trip to be out here. Getting to sit yesterday and watch uh, Flan and PV up there jam was so much fun. Sitting right next to Hoffy and and uh, it's it's surreal. It's very, you know, Forrest Gump uh, type stuff every single time. Uh, I'm Woodsy. That's Ben Higgins. Paulie is out playing a game right now. Um, but, yeah, it's it's been great. It's been so nice having you here, too. So now you get to see how excited we get, and you kind of get it. So Paulie's playing a game in the actual Peoria Sports Complex Stadium yep. that the Padres and Mariners share for their Cactus League games. You'll be out there uh, a little bit later after the show. Yep. What's it like playing in a ballpark? I know you've done you played in this one. You played in a couple of them before. Now, it's not like it's filled with fans. Oh, there's a lot of players there watching yeah. uh, from the other teams. There's, but, I mean, there's, there's families. People, there are people's families come in the last day. It's yeah. kind of cool. I, I have visions of, of coming out here and bringing Bo with me on the last day to be able to come out and hang out on the field and in the stadium. It's, it's special. But in terms of, like, you know, sight lines, when you're playing the infield, there's a pop-up. You it's see, incredible. like, this, the – the background of like seats and yeah. you know scoreboards and everything it's it's different than just playing on a on a back on a high school diamond or a backfield yeah. somewhere it's uh it's really special being in the big ass dugout you know the big big dugout um <clears throat> you know they call it fantasy camp for a reason it is truly like living a fantasy if you love baseball uh but really what it comes down to man is the the friends that you make and the camaraderie i had a moment yesterday before the show that that was so sweet and uh, and sad. Our one of our, our campers here, uh, Gary Lang, one of the nicest dudes you'll ever meet. First guy in the clubhouse every single day. He's in here working on himself, working on his body, trying to get right. His wife passed away last year, and um, and we knew it. You know, it was in the group thread, 
And I went up to him and I just said, man, I'm so sorry. And this is, he came here, Ben, for the camaraderie of seeing his, his friends. And he said to me yesterday before we started our show, he goes, my wife loved your show so much. She used to listen and watch every day. And uh, thank you guys for, for, for being here. And I just gave him a big old hug, man. That's really what it's about is meeting people from different walks of life, people that, um, that you know, you wouldn't probably normally – hang out with but you look forward to seeing every single year so langer is one of the best guys that you'll ever meet out here no one tries harder no one works harder out here that's what it's all about it's not about the the baseball per se it's just about the people that you meet uh, along the way people that you know would be there for you if you needed it so it's just really really special our buddy we met from australia Bro, I was asking this morning, Richo, I go, are you coming back next year? He's like, ah, I don't think so. He goes, man, it's, it's, it's expensive, mate. And, you know, it's a long, long way. And I said, please come back next year. I, I, it's like I've got a friend now that lives in, in Australia. If I, ever, if I ever go to Australia, i got a place to stay, you know. And that's, it's been one week of, of hanging out with him. So uh, it is just a really cool thing. So you're saying it's not about wins and losses. It's about the friends you make along the way. But you'd rather win than lose, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I, we have not lost since I've been traded over. So uh, it's been a lot of Do you know where fun. you're playing in this final game? I think I'm catching. Catching again, yeah, behind the so. plate? Yeah, I think I'm behind the You've played some third base. Yeah. I've pl- seen you out there at third. I played third, short, second, first, left, pitch, catch. Seven when, out of nine. When you're standing at third, you're out on field one or you're out in the stadium, is it hard not to think about I'm standing in the spot that Manny Machado Stands every time he's here and right? most most importantly when you go to the bathroom here in the clubhouse you think to yourself this is where manny goes number two the, in this one at the end the bigger one and yesterday i had to use the brett sullivan which is the first one the very first one the small one and i thought <laughs> man i i want the manny but i'm i'm here on the brett sullivan um and you think to yourself every time like this manny manny goes pee right here at this urinal right as, as weird as that sounds and i know that they all they eat in that room yeah. in that you know yeah. dining room i've been now in their clubhouse the training room where they all walk around when i walked into their bathroom and i i used their facilities i thought this is where fernando tatis jr does his yeah this is where he does i don't his know business. why that was the first thing yeah. i thought of but no, wow I, every year i go in there and <laughs> if the, the last stalls you know that's manny and probably xander you know for the veterans and then the first ones are, are, are the younger guys, I'm sure. Uh, but I, had, I did have to use the Brett Sullivan yesterday. So uh, speaking of Manny, uh, CBSSports.com, they came out with a list. Is this yesterday. another list? That it's another we're list. Do? Yeah. Oh my lord. Well, I'll just I'll skip right to number six on the list, which is Manny Machado. And the list is active players who are closing in on the Hall of Fame, and what more they need to do to make sure they kind of cement their status. Of course. Uh, they'll announce the class of 2024 coming up uh, next week. I think it's Tuesday that the writers' vote is revealed. Adrian Beltre, we talked about it this week, looks like a lock. As many as you know, four or five other guys are kind of trending close to getting into the Hall of Fame. So what about the guys that are still playing now? And what, what more needs to be done? And here's what they wrote about Manny Machado. The bad news is Machado took a big step backward in 2023 from his MVP caliber 2022 season in which he finished second in voting. The good news is it was still only his age 30 season. It was also his 12th in the majors. A six-time All-Star, he has two gold gloves, including one platinum and four top five finishes in MVP voting. He's a 279, 339, 490 slash 125 OPS plus hitter with 1,737 hits, 333 doubles, 313 home runs, 
944 RBI and 914 runs. So they say Machado should get a boost in war and uh, jaws since he's an excellent defender and more advanced metrics there. He sits 22nd in career war among all third basemen all time already. Uh, He's below an average Hall of Famer at this point, but again, these are counting stats. War is one that will just continue to go up as you continue to play, so expect him to rise as he goes forward. So they say, barring a monster MVP season, that always helps when you've got an MVP to your name. Like Mookie Betts is number one on their list because he's already won one and he's put up big numbers, so he's, he's very close to locking it up. Probably needs to work on the counting stats, they say, of Manny Machado. Getting north of 2,000 hits, yep. 1,200 RBI, 1,200 runs probably does the trick, but the 400 homer mark would surely clear the bar. So, I mean, if Manny just continues on the track that he's on, 313 home runs, I mean, three Manny-like seasons should be at 400 by the time he's 33 years old. And at that point, you say, okay, he's, a, he's almost a definite Hall of Famer with three more good seasons in him. And, of course, as a Padres fan, knowing he signed for another decade, you would like to see, you know, seven or eight more really good Manny Machado-type seasons, which would put him far beyond the threshold of the average Major League Baseball Hall of Famer. Yeah, and I, I expect a big year from Manny Machado this year. I really do. I expect a big year from Manny Machado every year, and Manny expects a big year from Manny. Um, you know, I know he came on, got his 30 last year, and that ain't nothing. You know, it's not nothing. Uh, it's not not an easy thing to do to hit 30 uh, in the show every single year, and, and he did end up getting that. But I know, I know that there's a sour taste in his mouth uh, as well from last year. I've heard it from guys out here. Um, yeah, I, I expect big things from him, Benny, and I think the trajectory he's on – Bro, come on. Like, when we're having this conversation in 15 years, my friend, you're not going to be able to convince me that there are better third basemen than Manny Machado. You just can't. Yeah, Manny, just a 782 OPS last year definitely wasn't his best season. I think the the number that, for many of the Padres, and I know it's the one that statistical – sabermetric analytics guys look at the least, but is really the most important when it comes to winning games, is RBI. It's something you can't really control necessarily as a player. You need to have guys on in front of you. There's an element of luck to coming through at the right time. But the RBI totals, I mean, Manny had 91, which isn't terrible, but you know he's a a 100-plus RBI type guy. Bogarts with 58, to me, is ridiculous. I mean, he's a 100 RBI type player. And uh, Tatis had 78. I mean, all three of those guys. Way more. On a normal season, just hitting like they normally do around their, you know, 800 to 900 OPS. You've got guys on base. You've got guys who get on. It's weird that they didn't drive in more runs last year. It was that whole runners in scoring position, lack of clutch that the Padres had last season. That's the kind of thing you do expect to kind of even. That's the case. All three of those guys returned to their normal 100 RBI levels. That's a lot more runs for the San Diego Padres over the course of the season. That's, that turns losses into wins. Let's tell the, the story quickly. The panel that you were moderating the other night about the 84 uh, Padres and Dick Williams and the mantra that Dick Williams preached to all of his players uh, from spring training on. You and stink. That was one of them. <laughs> yeah, that was one of them. But the, the mantra, and I'm telling you, when we hear Mike Schilt talk, Ben, I expect some baseball like this this year. This is what I expect. Uh, Flan was talking about a Dick Williams used to preach. Remember, you get a guy on, 
you you shoot the hole. Now you get first and third in the first inning. Then your big boppers are coming up, and you're on the board. He said that was the key to our success. Uh, he said it was the same thing with the Giants. Get the guy on, ground ball through the right side, you know, pull, you know, find the hole. Now you have first and third. He goes, the whole way that baseball should be played, and it's been played for 100-plus years, get that guy to third base with less than, than two outs, right? It's easier said than done, certainly, but it's a mindset that I think – has gone away from the game a little bit. Now, that's not small ball, per se. It's not get a guy on, bunt him over, give away an out. No, it is let's train ourselves. Let's have the mentality, first and third, nobody out every single inning, especially in the first. Let's get on the board early. Mike Schilt is probably going to be preaching something similar to this team. I think we've got the personnel to do it. I do. It's going to be interesting to see if they can. You know, and I think that's that's always a good philosophy you know getting runners over getting them on the board even a even an analytics guy will say yeah if you're scoring runs that's always a good good thing thing. to do here's i think the where the game has changed though and and no offense to flan who knows well way more than baseball than i'll ever know the trend to to try to get would you agree that it's smart strategy get your best players up as often as possible correct so they've pushed you know when flan was was in the big leagues your one and two hitters weren't necessarily your best hitters. Correct. They were good at getting on the table. They were good at going the other way, setting the table for your big boppers. But now you've got big boppers at one, two, and three, and you don't necessarily want them thinking, choke up and go the other sure. way. If Fernando Tatis is up and batting second, say, and Xander's on first, he just lined a single, you don't necessarily tell Fernando, hey, we want you to choke up a little bit, try to hit a grounder in the hole the right side. No, you want him to barrel one the, in want the, in to the mash gap. the ball. Yeah. And and the analytics will tell you when you have a great player like Tatis, don't ever do anything that's Different. going to to make him back away from the big things he's going to do, the 40 homers he's going to hit. And here he comes. He's going to be mad that I'm talking about this, but I do think I do think it's different because when, you know, when Flan was playing, and they had guys at the top of the order who would move runners over and bat second. That was their great skill. But now the new analytics say you got to get your boppers up first, second, and third. And you don't necessarily tell the bopper Tatis choke up a little bit, go the other way with it when you're batting second. You tell them no, hit the but, hit the hell out of the ball and the hit men- it as hard as you can. But the mentality of first and third is still good. Else. It's, it's still right. Great- of course it is. It's yeah. still correct. It's just you have different players in those positions leading off that aren't necessarily suited to get do over it here. anymore. Get over here. Get over here. He's, this is our buddy, Fran, again. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Yeah. I love this. But, but what I think you have to be able to do, and the, and the Padres did, that, did not do it last yeah. year, is when you get to that time late in the game when you need a run to win a game, you have to be able to do that. And the only way you can do that is consistently talk about it and work on it. Because when you get to those playoff games and you get to those World Series games when you're facing the San Francisco Giants pitchers back with Bum and Kane and Lincecum, we were going to – it was 2-1. to one. It was 3-2, to two and you have to prepare for that. It's great to get that three-run home run. And early in the game, if somebody would bunt, Boach would go crazy. He goes, I go, I'm not putting the bunt sign on. These guys, <laughs> the team got together and said, we want to bunt and play it with a one-run lead and play ahead – but, uh, you know, he's playing for crooked numbers early. I think the bottom line for me, Goose Gossage's nerd over here, I, of course, would rather see <laughs> players too. get up 
Yeah, I know. Thanks, Goose. Uh, I would rather see those good players get up more often. That makes sense to me. If they can get up five times and your eight hitters you know, get Absolutely. up four times, that makes sense. But remember, it's only the first inning in which it really matters at all. Because after that, every inning's its own. There's no pitcher making the last out in the ninth. I mean, you could have the, the number six hitter could get up to lead off an inning three times in a game. It, you have to be able to do that throughout the lineup now, Flan. If your six guy gets on, your seven guy needs to be able to go the other way, move him over. It, it, selfishly, as a third base coach, it would be a lot easier to not have to worry about the seventh, eighth hitter because the ninth hitter's coming up and they're going to walk people to get to them. That was when you were the most aggressive. Now you can play because they are. They're all professional hitters. You can just stop them. You know, you don't need to jam people in. You can let put, as Joey Amalfitano, the great third base coach who taught me how to coach, he says, hit them on the back of the, when they get to third base and they don't know what to do, hit them on the back and say, you're making three million, I'm making 150,000, you make the decision. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tell you when to go. You should know when to Absolutely. go. <laughs> you know, and that's a when you watch when you watch baseball these days, Flan. The the playoffs, as you said, that's a different animal entirely. Totally different. If you haven't been at least having the mindset of doing it throughout the regular season, you can't just flip the switch. We see it, uh, the Dodgers every year in the playoffs. It's like they. They forget how to play the Dodger baseball that got them to the playoffs. When you watch them in the playoffs, what's missing from from that? Usually the big hit. And and so you've got to be able to find a way to, 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 to scratch that thing out. But also the experience of doing it. And Boach would be the first to tell you, he made – something happened to him in New York in 1998, I'll never forget, that – he was kind of talked out of using he, – he, he went against his gut and, and, and got – that's when the Yankees exploded. And he was up the tunnel, white as a ghost, and called me up. And he goes, I can't believe it. I, I've got, I, I went against my gut. I got talked out of doing something I was going to do. If I ever get another chance, I'm going to do it the way I believe the, with my feel of the gut. Sometimes you got to go to the World Series like we did in San Diego twice and get beat in order to understand what it takes to win the World Series. Now, speed forward, I remember with our, our last time, 2014, up in San Francisco, we just traded for Michael Morse, and now we're going into a, uh, a tiebreaker, a wild card, one game. And guys are, you know, Morse is going, Buster, Buster looked at him and said, Michael, you just relax. We know how to do this. That's awesome. And they, they know how to breathe. In, in, in the, you know. And I worked with Brian Kenny and all the MLB Network guys, and I tried to say this to them. I go, there's something that's physical. You have to, the game speeds up. You, you can't breathe. I, you, you, I vomit. You know, and he goes, oh, no, Jim, come on. That's not tangible. That can't be quantified. I go, I threw up. <laughs> I vomited. It's, you, can, you can see my vomit right here. This is tangible vomit right yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> so cool, man. Vomit above average. Oh, well, Tim, I'm sorry I missed the concert yesterday. I didn't make it back from golf in time. But I do have to tell you, I got back. I found this guy, like, under his covers, hair wild, 530. He forgot to eat dinner. I think he just had three Rice Krispie treats. What did you do to him? <laughs> I didn't do anything. Uh, a friend of mine gave me these little Girl Scout cookies. He's, a friend of mine gave me these Girl Scout cookies. I think he ate the wrong cookie. Ah, I see. I see. You're not supposed to have ten of them, Woods. I... Hey, and you need to start training at a higher altitude. You're not kidding, man. You're not kidding. I don't think I could have been in a well, higher thanks, altitude. Thank you for checking in again. We thanks, appreciate everybody. it. You're the man.
All right, when we come back, uh, I've got our next uh, 1984 Padres trivia challenge, chance to qualify for a trip to Las Vegas. So if you want to get online during the break, uh, call into Frank back in our studios, 833-288-0973. We're going to play 1984 Padres Who Am I is the game today. 1984 Padres Who Am I. So call to uh, qualify. Get on the air next, 833-288-0973. Ben Woods back after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Trivia. We got one more game here, one more chance to qualify Tier One for a trip to Las Vegas, and we've got uh, turn down your uh, turn down your computer there, Woodsy. Uh, we got Jeremy. We got. Turn, I'm not turning your mic on until you you're turn your computer down. Okay. You earn the privilege of the microphone over here. <laughs> we don't have Polly controlling the buttons right I now know. since he's out playing his game. We got Jeremy and Vista on the line to play our game today. Hello, Jeremy. How are you? Good. How you boys doing? Doing good. great, man. Doing good. Okay, so if you can uh, get four out of seven right in today's game, you'll qualify for our grand prize drawing. Two nights stay at the Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino. Tickets to Tom Kiefer and L.A. Guns on April yes. 11th at the International Theater at the Westgate. Uh, and you can even get some help from Woods here. Now, I'm limiting you to one phone-a-friend because I think Woods could just crush this category. But, uh, Jeremy, today's game is called 1984 Padres. Who am I? So for today's game, you'll try to identify four out of the seven of the possible 1984 Padres based on the clues that I give you. Okay. Okay. Are you ready to play, Jeremy? Let's do it. All right. Round one. Tommy Lasorda said I couldn't hit water if I fell out of a boat, but I proved him wrong by hitting two of the Padres' three home runs in the 1984 World Series. Who am I? Vakwa. Kurt, Kurt Vakwa. Vakwa. Correct. Just as easy as that. I'll send a limousine to pick up a Vakwa. (laughs) This one should be just as easy for you, Jeremy. Number two. 
My wheeling and dealing as general manager helped build the 1984 Padres when I signed Goose Gossage to a free agent deal in January and traded for Greg Nettles three days before the start of the season. Who am I, Jeremy? Jeez, Dick Williams? No, he was the manager. Jack McKee, yeah, trader, yeah, Jack. trader Jack, was the general manager. Oh, all right, that's uh, you got one. That's all right. You just need three more to win. All right, this one could be a little tougher. Number three, and you can ask Woods. Before playing my first Major League Baseball game at the age of 28, I served in the U.S. Army in the Vietnam War, earning a Purple Heart. I was a journeyman outfielder and first baseman for several years before landing on the 1984 Padres after being traded from the Giants. I struck out in my only World Series at-bat, which turned out to be the final plate appearance of my career. My given name is John, but nobody calls me that. Who am I? Woods is looking kind of uh, without a clue on this one as well. You got any idea, Jeremy? Oh, boy, I do not. That one is... Champ Summers. Champ Summers. Oh, if you, had, champ. if you had said the one of the more more instrumental players in the brawl, I would have said, oh, Champ Summers. I didn't know he played first base. All right. I think, uh, I think Woodsy might know this one. Let's see. Jeremy, number four. To this day, I'm the only pitcher to record a win for the San Diego Padres in a World Series game. I was born in Waco, a fact no one ever forgot after Dick Williams insulted me by calling me the world's only timid Texan. Who am I? I'm going to phone the friend on this one. Okay. Uh, Ed Whitson seems like he – Ed Whitson I thought was a Southern guy. He was a Southern guy. Andy Hawkins was a Texan. Wood says Andy Hawkins. Yeah, Andy Hawkins. He's going to go Andy Hawkins. Good, good, good call, oh, both of you. Wow. Andy Hawkins, the timid – Texan. That's too correct. I could be a timid Texan. I'm pretty timid. All right. I've got a clue for you on this one. Number five, Jeremy. In 1983, I hit a home run in my first major league at bat playing for the Cubs. But I was traded to the Padres in 1984. I struck out nine times in the World Series, which was a record at that time, and share a first name with a 10-time NBA All-Star who played much of his career with the Nuggets and the Knicks. Who am I? What in the world? If you want to ask Woods again, I, I will allow more phone of friends now. I want I, you I to win this game. I don't know that I know. Basketball clues not helping you, Woods. Jeremy, any idea on this one? I'll give you – he was an outfielder, one of the starting outfielders oh, ask, for the Padres. Oh, again. Man. Uh, any, any help from Woods will be good on Woods this. doesn't know this one. I have no idea. No, you both give up? Uh, yeah. The answer? Carmelo Martinez. Martinez. And, of course, Carmelo Anthony. Ah, yeah. All right. Uh, We're getting down to the nitty-gritty. All right, this one should be an easy one for Woods because he's here. (laughs) I pitched seven seasons in the big leagues, but was also pretty dangerous with the bat, hitting three of my eight career home runs for the 1984 Padres. Who am I? I got this one. That's Tim, Lawler. Tim Lawler. Yeah, yeah, it's Tim Lawler. Tim Lawler Tim is, Lawler correct. is correct. He's correct. All right, so it comes down to the last one here. For all the marbles, the qualifying for the trip to Las Vegas. This is a tough one. I stole 110 career bases in 502 games, spending the 1984 season as utility outfielder for the Padres. I also share a name with a famous rapper who has been arrested more than a dozen times. Who am I? Either of you. Oh, 
Can anyone know, does anyone know this one? He, he was a starter for the Padres before 1984. He came off the bench in 1984. Who am I? God dang it. We got, we got clueless looks around the building right now. You got help, Eddie? Not, it's not Bib. Anyone? Come on. Tupac oh, Shakur. I, no. <laughs> he wasn't arrested that often. He was married to Whitney Houston. Oh, Bobby Brown. Jeremy Bobby Brown. Yes, Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown. Thank you. Let's we got a winner. Him, let's put him into the drawing for Las Vegas. I had to, it was like pulling teeth on that. That one. was the most torturous game of all. That was so nervous. <laughs> oh man! All right, crushed it. All right, Great we job, can go Jeremy. back to take on Woods next week, and I don't have to come up with any more 1984 Padres trivia games. Jeremy, hang on the line, Pop. Frank will get your information yep. back in the studio, uh, and we'll get you into the drawing for Las Vegas. Good job, guys. All right, let's take a timeout. We'll come back. Uh, I think there might still be some more people kicking around. Who knows who's going to stop by here uh, in the building. I want to get to our NFL picks coming up as well yep. because we did it last week. Did we you get Paulies? Get on record. I got Paulies right, before good. we went out, so I have those as well. So we'll get to those coming up with Ben Woods, live from Padres Fantasy Camp in Peoria on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is Friday, which means tonight at 7 o'clock, you get Kate Iason and Mike Valenti right here on 97.3 The Fan. Like us, they will give you their NFL picks. What do they know? Uh, look at all the preview, all the NFL games, the divisional round of the playoffs, all the stories. Packed into one hour, it's presented nationally by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos, brought to you by those who drink it and by Lowe's. Lowe's knows home improvement. My, uh, my TV cohort, Steve Smith, texted in. Bobby Brown was built like a linebacker. One of the knocks on him was he lifted too much, and it affected his swing. Oh, my, same with me. Too much bodybuilding. No wonder you went 0 for 3. Well, I went 4 for 4 yesterday. Oh, you did? Yeah, you back. didn't mention that. No, you I didn't. You zooted out when I saw you to give me a recap <laughs> of your performance. Can I? So 4 for 4, huh? Yeah. That's yeah. a nice bounce back game. Uh, no, sorry, 4 for 5. 4 for 5. Yeah. Still, um, so four, the, four trip, knocks, bunch the trip RBIs. to Explicit did pay off for you. Yeah, I knew it would. I know it would. It's a thing. Baseball players do believe in that oh, sort of thing. Yes, they do. And, and um, yeah, there, there were hits in there. And I uh, found them and brought them out. Yes, hit some, hit some really good barrels. Uh, yesterday was now, a lot of fun. Yesterday was pitching machine or was it off of uh, yeah, machine, a machine machine pitch? But um, you, would, you would also struggled against the machine, too. Uh, I had had a couple knocks off one, but I did K off the machine, machine earlier yeah. in the week. So I was... It was, it was good to help the team win. Uh, we absolutely smoked TK's team. That's who traded me, so I felt pretty good. Um, but yeah, it was it was uh, it was it felt it felt right again. 
be you're, the, you're in the third place game. Yeah, we're playing afternoon. for third. Didn't quite make it into the championship duo at the top of the standings. Yeah, there's been a little uh, consternation about some of the rules um, that have, have really hurt my team. So uh, listen, but it doesn't really matter. You know, it doesn't matter. We're gonna we're gonna continue to fight and battle and. You know, nothing wrong with bronze, baby. Uh, that's what we say. That's what Arky always says. Nothing wrong with bronze. Um, so that's what we're playing for today. Says at the Olympics. Yeah, once. nothing wrong with bronze, baby. So that's what we're doing. Uh, but no, it was it was awesome, man. And you know, again, you know, against the team that traded you, Ben, coming out and having a monster day uh, was was very much needed by by your boy yesterday. So I was happy, Polly. By the way, Polly swung Polly swung the shillelagh like a madman too. Uh, had a little trouble defensively, but that dude absolutely poked some. Look at this guy. All right, we got to do this. We haven't done this all, all right. Yeah. All right, it's let's time. check traffic, and when it's we uh, when we come back, we'll be joined by another special guest, and hopefully, I'll be able to figure out how to get him on camera coming up here on ninety-seven three. The fan, don't go away. All right, I think I got the cameras working. Good job, uh, Benny. Look, there's kind of sort of see Woods, half of Woods there, and most of me, and all of my uh, well, my competition. Yes, this is Fox wild Five. right now. Uh, Turn his mic on. There television we go. I'm anchor, glad you're between uh, us. This is yeah. this could get ugly yeah. before this turns into an anchorman all-out war. <laughs> this is a, this is there's a there's a tension here. You know, I feel like Don King. Oh yeah, yeah, right. But for a battle, a knife, I, I, I'm I'm like <laughs> holding these guys back. They're nose to nose. You guys are competitors in the in the the TV world. You work the same shift. You do the same. The same job. How awkward is this? Right? Not at all. It's, Not none. It really is the softest competition <laughs> on earth. Sorry to disappoint you. We all you. we come in at the very end of the show when literally no one really cares what we do at this point. It's wow. time filler at the you're, end of the show. I thought I had an important job. Now I hear Ben, and I'm like, I don't even know. Well, maybe it's different where you work. But, uh, <laughs> hey, we have like, a 15 minutes more show. I feel like I'm, that's I'm, true. Yeah. I'm the entertainment. Squeezed, I've yeah. got two 15 minute shows every week. Oh, here we go. Here we, we have, have one every day. Have, yeah, we have one every yes. day. Yeah. Here we go. You also have a staff. All right, now who makes more money? Out. Let's talk about Ooh. that right now. <laughs> well, I'm guessing Ben does because he works two jobs. I only have one job. Yeah, we 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 talked to Troy a lot this week. Had gotten the chance to sit down with you and have have lunch with you too. And man, it's it's fun to see. And you know, he 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 didn't want you to know this. But he admires you very much because what you do at night and then you come in and do it in the morning, it's I, bananas. It's, it's unbelievable. I mean, I work at – I get off the shift about the same time you do, and I go home, I go to bed, I sleep till 8 in the morning. I mean, the only, I listen to you guys when I get up if I'm going like water skiing or dirt biking or riding early in the morning, I turn you guys on. But that's like at 7. Ben, who do you listen to when you go dirt biking? Water skiing. Let's <laughs> go out for my daily runs. Troy is just in impossibly good shape. It's really disgusting, actually. It is. How it's well great. I mean, well built he is, and I think I think you might even be a couple years older than me. So you look great. How old are you? I turned fifty-two yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. two days ago. I'm embarrassed. We just celebrated yes. a birthday. Happy birthday! I Thanks, mean, he's buddy. in tw- twice the shape. The shape either of us. Yeah. you're yep. actually in too good a shape for fantasy camp. Yeah, they're not going to invite you back. You, you don't know, look like the rest of the fantasy campers. Y- you know, it's funny. I thought I was in good shape too, and then game one, I'm going around second base, and I'm like, "What's that? What's that in the back of my leg?" Baseball shape's different, isn't it? Well, yeah, I guess so. With cleats on, you're yeah. running like that, and I didn't think so. I mean, I'd run and all that sort of thing, uh, but it is funny. You know, this whole thing is such a great experience, but how much we realize how old we are. Yeah. And people are like, oh, my quads, I can barely run and do this. And I think I think they play a trick on us, Woodsy. 
because we're we're playing on major league fields, yeah. practice fields. I think they've moved the bases further apart. Their park, and the yeah. outfield is bigger. The than mounds what they, way further it, away. It, it looks a long ways away. When the major leaguers do it, it looks easy. Talking it's crazy t- how long it looks. Talking yeah. to, like sixty feet six inches looks tiny when they're out there. Yeah. And you're standing up there, it's and it's tough, like a man. mile away. It's from tough. The Talking to Troy Harris from Fox, uh, and he's he's Ben's counterpart in the evening as well. Uh, do you have a do you have a new appreciation for? What the big leaguers go through on a on a daily basis, and I, you know, the caveat is, yeah, we we know they make a lot of money, we know they do, but do you have any any new admiration for uh, what they do on a daily basis? I don't think there's any question. I think I have to preface this by saying they're twice. I'm twice their age, so when you're that much younger, the body recovers. But the, the, the one of the things that you really don't realize is how much you're up against the clock at all times. When you come in and there's meetings and there's this and there's that, you're like literally on the clock. We were doing a, a live hit for our show earlier this week, and they said, what do you do with your downtime? I said, there isn't any. We get here at 7 in the morning, and we leave at 7 o'clock at night. Yeah. So I do get a, a great appreciation for what they do and how – hard what they do really is yeah. and i think that's one of the things they appreciate troy and i were talking and he said when we go in before a game like to the clubhouse and you're trying to talk to someone and they're kind of looking at the clock and you think it's they're trying to get away from you because they just hate the media and they don't like you but really they probably have somewhere they need to be yeah. in four minutes again whether it's a hitters meeting or stretching or a cage or a training session they're constantly on the clock as they get ready for these games and, and heath bell said so much to me he said one of the things I love about this is we get to interact with the fans because when we're at the ballpark, we're working. That's work. And, you know, so we can say hi a little bit and maybe sign here and there, but they're actually working. Think about when we go to work, if somebody was coming up to us and, and asking us for autographs, we might be a little bit, you know, short with them from time to time as well. And then he said the other thing was, I hope you get an appreciation for how we have to go about our daily job because this is exactly this is pretty close to it. I yeah. mean, they're they're putting us through exactly the same. Now we're not running as fast, and the games are a little bit uh, less uh, uh, intense. intense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. The stakes are much lower, but uh, still a great great experience. What's what's wild? I mean, I've, I've been playing baseball my entire life, and you get out on the field, and Flan hits you fungo, and you pick it, no problem. You make the throw, no problem. You and you do it a hundred times, and it's no problem. Game starts. Somebody rolls one over. You boot it. Then you airmail it because it's – I understand, again, they're elite athletes, we're not. But I have been playing this game my entire life, and I'm still – I'm so nervous when I get a ball hit my way, don't bobble the throw. It gives you such better perspective. When you get in the box, and this guy's throwing 45 miles an hour, <laughs> and he's got one pitch, and you're still like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. It, it just – it blows your mind to think – Is it the competition or is it the fact that, like, Trevor or Jake That's a PV big part of it. Randy's I mean, about to light you up if you make a mistake. You don't, I think that's you don't it. want to embarrass yourself, certainly. <laughs> and true. and it, But it is – I mean, I played against Troy the other day. I was catching behind him, and Troy's got a you know pretty good swing, and – and and it's just been it's been fun to, to to watch you and you've already lasted longer than John Howard did last year. <laughs> you, 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 you lasted way longer than he would have lasted. Yeah, I right. mean, it is it is. But I mean, on the golf course, he's a different beast. That's right. That's uh, right. That's why he's here in Phoenix. He's like, oh, come play golf in the uh, afternoon while Woodsy goes out and beats himself up. Sounds he loves he loves it, man. But uh, no, it's it's just been it's been fun having you here and, and your crew's been great too. So yeah, and I think you know I think if anybody's thinking about doing it, it's one of these things where you will never look back, and it's not cheap. You know, right, yeah. But you will never look back, in my opinion, and say, I wish I had that money back. Right. Because this is such a, a tremendous experience. And I think they did a hand raise. Like, how many people are first time? And of the 70 of us, 
probably 20 raised our hand. So they're, in fact, they had a waiting list last year, and I'm sure they will have again this year. So it's, uh, it's pretty cool. It just, just, we get jaded because we go in the Major League Clubhouse all the time. But to see everybody's faces when they come in, they're like, wow, this is really cool. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I, it really is. I, I try not to go down there so much so that I don't get jaded. you know. I, and I don't have to go in every day. I don't need sound clips and things like that every day. It's also I, really awkward. when It is. And, down, I, and I, so. don't, I, don't, I, you know, I don't like to bother them. Like you said, they're working. Yeah, they're working. Uh, but the, the three times a year that I do go in there, <laughs> I still go, oh, my God. I mean, I want to never lose that. Uh, that thing, and this certainly helps. It's it's fun, man. Who who for you? Who have you talked to this week that that said something maybe prolific to you, or um, um, a story that you you've heard from one of the one of the coaches? You know, one of the things that uh, <laughs> campers are like, it's me, it's me. <clears throat> so there's a couple things. One is we have a camper who is a world champion shot putter yeah. in Paralympics. Josh. Yeah. And uh, so I had a chance to talk to him yesterday a little bit, and he was great. Um, some of the best conversations are outside of here um, at you know various watering holes around yeah. town. And Jake Peavy and I were up till past our bedtime the other night, and he was just talking about he, he was drafted at 17, left home at 17, came here. And for two months out of every year, for what ten years or more, when he played for the Padres, this was his home. Yeah. So he was telling us about how these places around here, you know, this was this, and this was a turnip field, and this was that way back when. And so just hearing about that, uh, you know, and here we have, and I told him this. I said, "You're a Cy Young Award winner, and you're out shagging balls yeah. for us and putting balls in a bucket for us." Yep. And he goes, "He goes, I'm a rookie here too. That's just part of the deal. Part That's of the deal. part of baseball." Yeah. Jake's he, amazing. He's, he's amazing. Cy Young Award winner. He's also a musician, heck of a broadcaster. He's doing yeah. great on MLB Network. I mean, just too talented. Yeah. So I sickening. Just, yeah, it really is. And then <laughs> and then Andy Ashby. I, you, you don't realize what a funny guy he is Character. and what a great guy he is. And and I think uh, you know talking to him last night, he gave me a hug as I left last night, and he was like, "Dude, I'm so glad you're here." And just hearing that, whether he means it or not, I think he does because he's pretty sincere. But that's pretty. You were conscious. were you here when Andy was pitching for the Padres in a second go around? Yeah, he's terrifying. When you're a member of the media, that's crazy. Playing, he was terrifying. Is that ben right? Said he's one of the yeah. scariest guys ever. Yeah, I, yeah. When when back in the early days, I, I was he was one that I was kind of hesitant to go up to Is that just because right? of that intensity. You know, there were just a few guys. You get you get bites, but you kind of gingerly approach some guys. Other guys you can walk right up to, have a conversation yeah. with. It's easy. And there's it's others to, where it's, it's hard like, to believe. Yeah, but I mean, when, you see yeah. him out here. I know. So approachable now, and he, everybody talks up to him and talks yeah. to him. And, and, you know, hearing Dave Derecki's story yeah. about no. when he lost his arm, yeah. I mean, that's pretty powerful stuff, too, uh, to hear hear his stories. And I think that's one of the things that, again, we take for granted because we talk to these guys all the time during interviews. But for, for the Padres fans who are here that actually can talk to them and ask them those stories, I think that's remarkable it, as well. It's been awesome having you here and getting to know you a little bit better. Thanks so much, Thank Troy. Thank you, guys. Troy, here we're friends, but of course, right. we cross back into San Diego County. That's it's right. back it's to bitter yeah. yeah, uh-huh. We see each yeah. other. Yeah, don't try it's, to get into my on. interview when we're in the Padres clubhouse <laughs> yeah. during the regular season. You do see, though, like, there's so many radio guys that hate each other. They just hate. TV guys are all kind of buddy-buddy. It's 
It's actually kind of sickening, actually. It's actually kind of gross how, how friendly you guys all are. Troy's way too friendly. And Ben's we way really, too We're all really friendly. Yeah, I was going to say, how could you ever be mad oh, at Ben? I know. Right? I know. I mean, it's, cra- it's crazy. If, if anything gets offered, he just kind of chuckles and smiles. Yeah, and that's right. That's right. Uh, ra- radio guys, I think, are a little more insecure than uh, the TV guys. Yeah, I think that's that's probably it. Possibly. Well, that's it. Well, Troy, thank you, Troy. you Thanks, thanks, thanks for having me, guys. Troy Hirsch, uh, Fox 5, one of the fantasy campers out here in Peoria, Arizona this week. Now, if you're are you playing against each other in this uh, last no, game? No, he's in the championship. Oh, yeah. he's, yeah, here he's, early. he's here early yeah. preparing for the afternoon championship game already. Look at that dedication. Now, if you're boss. He could be water skiing right now. Or dirt biking. <laughs> I listened to you guys when I'm on my way to water skiing. Was that a he was yes, trying to humble was. brag that Absolutely. in? Absolutely. You know, drop that in. I listened to you guys. I'm on my way to a menage a trois, and you're my favorite show to listen to when I listen to you guys. When I'm out, you know, you know how I do. It's incredible, incredible. And uh, I, I, I just think he. I mean, he's been great. He's been he's been a really good dude to have out at camp this year. They've done some cool stories too. Um, so it's it's been fun. Now, if your boss gives you any grief about this, tell him it's my idea. All right. What's his idea? I don't think that they're going to mind. Like I said, we're out of town. It's fine. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, good point. Yeah, it's not San Diego where the true uh, the true rivalry exists. Yeah, for sure. It's weird. TV, though, I mean, yeah, occasionally you'll have a great story, and, and, and that happens, and you're trying to get unique content. But on the day-to-day, we're basically covering the same stuff. Same stuff. And you're just putting our own spin on it. You know, it's not necessarily a cutthroat competition to see who's going to – present the news it's for me it's more about who can uh, package it up and you know make it you know entertaining and you know be the be the sports caster that people want to watch at night because that's that's really what it's all about no, i mean if i had my choice you know who i'm watching i would never stay up that late ever, no, you but uh, you know it would be late. you you can't even stay up for my early newscasts anymore no. six o'clock, six o'clock. You're, <laughs> you're out at five thirty. it's you're the worst local television watcher of all time <laughs> so true uh, Got to thank the, our sponsor making this week possible, our live broadcast from Padres Fantasy Camp, brought to you by your San Diego County Toyota dealers. We make it easy. When we come back, final hour, uh, if you missed our conversation with Dave Trevecki, I think we're going to bring that back. First, though, we got to get to our NFL picks for the division round of the playoffs. And then I'm leaving. Doubleheader. I'm ready. Yeah, next couple of games, Woodsy's got a game. Paul may return, depending on how his game goes. I heard he was winning 9-1, mm-hmm. to one, so looking like fifth place is in the cards for Paul Reindel. We'll be back. More from Peoria, Arizona coming up next year. Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.